Hello, and welcome to Hard Fried History, a hybrid history and comedy podcast run by two aspiring entertainers. Podcast is more of a rant, really. That have failed at almost everything else. I don't fail because I don't try, so there. We appreciate you checking us out, and if you want to see extra content, follow us on Instagram or give us a like on Facebook at Hard Fried History. Subscribe to us on YouTube or tell us we're full of shit on Twitter at, at HFH Podcast. If you like going that extra mile, give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening and leave us a a flattering a glowing review and of course tell your friends family and even people you don't like about us that's right again thank you for listening and without further ado the episode sure am uh i'm yeah. here with a ying yingling lager and uh and uh and and some 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 celtic magic for you guys I what never, do you think i would okay it? i would no okay so first of all don't don't ask, don't ask the you want it after <laughs> you want some of this celtic celtic uh celtic I feel like celtic this is goodness celtic jibber jabber celtic uh if this is celtic the type of goodness, dirty talk you're putting out goodness there, that's that's nasty <laughs> If you're in the bedroom, Henry, saying you want some of the Celtic talk, that's great. Well, this Celtic juju. What do you think? I got it. All right. That is okay. All right. We know why you came. This is it, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm still still caught up on the Halloween thing. You know, yeah, this episode, we're we're just gonna that's it. That's get it. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get to it. Sweet. The source we have today is it's actually now out of publication. It's kind of an old book. It's called The Celts by Gerhard Herm. 1975 it was translated i don't remember which year i believe it was first published in german and then translated out into into english but i don't i don't know if it was first published in 1975 whatever i got it at a uh, fourth price books in in houston all of my history channel knowledge tells me never to trust a gerhardt really yeah they, would their uh bad reputations i presume Just, uh, too german of a name yeah and we, and we won world war ii so that's I, how, I don't know. That's... Uh, I don't. This guy might have been one of the good ones. You know, he might have been one of the internal. I, I have no idea. No, I have no idea. I have no... <laughs> the one of the first things that he mentions is that the Celtic warriors are notorious headhunters. They kept the heads of their slain foes nailed to the doors of their huts, and high-ranking victims would have their head dips in or their heads dipped in cedar oil in order to preserve them so kind of familiar to like a mummification wow. you wanted to display these as trophies to show your your prowess in in battle yeah That's they uh, and then like while they were uh, on the move they would ride around with like wreaths of heads on their burdles so you know you've heard like they're yeah we're traveling would... on horseback and whatnot if you see that they're like semi-sedentary but also nomadic but regardless they're carrying heads with them uh the at that, what point does that become not feasible? 
at what point does it like almost become like a karma like 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 karma almost uh-huh. in that like you just you kill so many people that now you just have too many heads yeah and which weighs you down yeah i mean you could the- that's that's space that's it logistically this doesn't make sense because you could be carrying back like spoils or or, or something else or well, more a, weapons or food even food with, you know instead you got these heads i hate to be callous but there is a depreciating value as far as weight on a head that is I decaying. So. Uh, yeah i mean it's mummifying but it's decaying so uh-huh so yeah what do you even what do you, what can you even trade it for? I I assume maybe you had like a like a separate a separate uh type of donkey, you know, or like a separate kind of mule, and they were like your your head yeah your head yeah. mule, and you sent yeah. your head mule ahead of, of head mule and caravan slave, mm-hmm. and and probably this time slave, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> head mule and slave. Yes, maybe slave to tend to multiple head mules. Of yeah. Your, Okay, to send them in forward so you don't yeah. so you don't have to carry them with you. You're like, I've got my I've got my mule for provisions, and then I've got the one that just carries around my shrunken heads. God, moving must have been a nightmare if you were just a, a murderer, Doug. You gotta know when to you gotta know which to take with you and which to give away. Like dep- I guess depending on their their class, you'd just be like, ah, eh, we don't need to keep these peasants' head anymore. I only want the I only want the best heads. And that's and this is a this is a this is an opportunity for some young entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit in this in this time spirit in this time period. It was like, fuck it, dude, I'll fucking I'll fucking get a moving company mm-hmm. and we'll specialize mm-hmm. in heads, mm-hmm. even I your see. head collection. Yep. This is how, you know, what I mean, preserved. Yeah. Right. I'll preserve your heads. I mm-hmm. know the different types of oils in order uh-huh. to, to rub off all of them. Head specialist. I can cut you in. I can just, I don't even need to preserve. I can sell you my, my head preserving technique yeah. and my particular oh, just doing uh, the brand he, of cultivated oils Oof. in order to make sure you have what yeah. you need in order to curate heads and to preserve heads for There's, others out there. And you can, you can buy yeah. in for the low, low price of uh, five, <laughs> five Gundestrup cauldrons. I feel okay. like I we'll feel get, like we'll get to the cauldrons. <laughs> I feel like all industries just devolve into a MLM scheme at Eventually. one point. <laughs> you kick it down the line far enough and you'll get there, right? Yeah. There's I enjoyed really learning or just having a name. This just this word and what it represents, period, is like a nematon or like a, a it's a temple where Druidic priests would conduct their ritual sacrifices. A Drew Nemeton is a sacred grove presided over by oak trees, with Drews being the Greek word or kind of prefix for oak. And so I thought, like, Drew Nemeton, if it, it pops up a lot in mythology and a lot of, like, different just fantastical settings, wherever there's just, like, a really, you know, the classic, like, babbling brook, in a clearing in the forest setting would be a Drew Nemeton where you have some kind of like holy vision with some sort of uh, otherworldly forest dweller. But it's just a, a good word for something that that needs a word, an aporia, you know? Yeah. The Druids themselves are cool. kind of like a different uh, concept. This gets into the role of the what are known as the Druids, uh, which are kind of in like Celtic culture. They act as like lawyers, 
and judges almost only not exclusively because they're also moral philosophers. This is basically your intelligentsia, the, the yeah. moral, uh, moral philosophers aspect. And uh, they, they have a very strong oral tradition recorded in verse. So art is, also there's this kind of like bardic element to them and that they're keepers of the sacred flame of story. Right. And so like yeah. all cultures, they play a strong role in like socializing people into the culture you know, they have their stories, of their heroes, which tell which virtues to cultivate and which vices yeah. to avoid and so on and so on. They oversee and administer public celebrations, and they also kept track of the laws, sometimes helped enforce the laws, but they also kept track of the calendar. The, the calendar, it was based on the, it was a 62-month calendar derived by moon phases, and each day had, each day within this, this uh, this pantheon of days, so to speak, each day had its own character and its own auspices. And it's like, oh, so if you think of like an astrological cycle or astronomical cycle, which one's the bullshit one? I know one is actually astrological. Know, I, know I think it's astrological. Astronomy is the yeah. Astrology is the yeah. Astronomy is astronomy is legit. Like I <laughs> yeah. study quasars, and it's yeah. like okay, yeah. you're cool. Yeah. Astrology is like I study people. It's like all right. So the Druids were just like they were like the OG, like astrology. Uh, not gonna take the vaccine, mom from like Orange Basically. County. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, oh, you don't need a vaccine. You just need these berries. I've got these yeah. berries here that's gonna yeah. cure this affliction. And it's like we're still dying. <laughs> what's, yeah, what's going on? See, I don't but know. the but the you mood of the, the berries. But the mood of the day is sad. That's why you feel like that. That's so why. You, that's dying. why the berries didn't work, man. I, I gave you the berries, that. but the moon is yeah. sad. So you oh. know, it's not my fault. It's not. It's not my fault that you ate the. Ate the berries on the one day you weren't supposed to. It's very convenient. This yeah. druidic moon phase, like, all right. <laughs> that, that's just the mood of the day. The mood is the day that you need to get murdered in your face. That was the mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mood of I, I need to get two helpings of uh of elk at 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 dinner tonight because uh the 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 it's a crescent, it's a crescent, it's an autumnal crescent moon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yellow autumnal crescent crescent moon, and I saw a rabbit today. So yeah, I'm gonna give me two elk. I'm going, I'm going, and I'm gonna take my my children's uh, college money. I'm gonna blow it in Lake Charles mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because and the moon of the day, the mood, uh-huh. it, the uh-huh. mood is fuck them, fuck my kids, and uh-huh. that's and that's how like. That's Drew would sound like bad parents. That's why yeah, they were pretty, pretty bad, but they've always got the, the pretext behind it, right? It's like you want to call down the wrath of Lug, be my guest. All right. Otherwise, you better not better not give me any of that lip. Okay. Of, Papa's gonna of, do what he wants. The moon's of, gonna do what it's gonna want. All right. The wrath of Lug or Luger, which uh we talking about lugs? All right, let's stop. All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh there were 30 day months considered good. And then 29 day months are considered bad. They also have this role in like divining. And there was sort of this ritualistic human sacrifice of, of enemies where you could divine the future based on the blood splatters, as well as the squirming, the particular nature of the squirm of, of the, the victim. You could uh, foretell what was going to happen to your, your clan or tribe or band of, of Celts. Oh, okay. All right. Well, all right. That's yeah. 
doesn't really seem those just seem like the, the slow curdles of death and not yeah <laughs> not, like what particular <laughs> spasms it's like hey, yeah. i've got the moon on the one hand but then on the other hand i need to i need to see the writhing That's, it takes it takes all it takes all all sorts to predict yeah. the weather next week. That's why I assume that weathermen do today. <laughs> they just kill squirrels and then as they spaz deep, deep out down deep down yeah. in their in their in their dungeons, the yeah. dungeons below the production studio. Yeah. <laughs> There's this Roman historian Diodorus who said or recorded that the Celts at some point, this is where I get fuzzy. Because they were like, you know, they had a stronger oral tradition than a written tradition. But Diodorus uh, records that the Celts burned letters on the funeral pyres of their loved ones so that they could read them in the afterlife. So here you see kind of a clearly like, you know, a burial ceremony, but also a belief that if you burn these letters with them, these will also carry over into the next realm and, you know, our like totems of our love for them. And they'll, they'll have access to these. Yeah. Deodorus also wrote that the Celts practiced homosexuality, that they had uh, real, really no concept of privacy. Yeah. And it was kind of like a, there's a weird communal element to it, to where it was almost like rude to reject someone, the use of your body. But it was I mean, like a two. I mean, I don't know to what degree. I have no idea what again, degree this was like a two way street or if it was just like crazy, <laughs> crazy abusive. I don't yeah, know. I yeah, don't know no. how, how we would classify them in our terms. I don't know if it's helpful to. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good point. I wasn't thinking about yeah. that. But yeah, that, that's, I will. That is, yeah, not <sighs> going to pass on these jokes. Then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's this other historian, Strabo who is backed up by Posidonius, they write about this island called Okeanos. And this is in the uh, Atlantic Ocean, it's, uh, presumably. All women Dionysian cult, which has their own closely guarded secret initiation rituals. The woman would leave the island and have sex with men and then impregnated, hopefully, return to the island of Okeanos, which is almost like I just read a different book about like the Amazons, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, there was this story in like in, you know, uh, BC. I don't remember exactly when, but like at least the millennia BC, where this tribe called the Sarmatians was around mm. like the Black Sea yeah. and like Thrace, the Thrace yeah. area where like this Amazonian women, these like Scythian women had sex with a bunch of men from a different tribe and then relocated now impregnated and kind of kept, kept their children to themselves. So like this insular group of, of all women living together, it pops up miles away and, you know, still BC. It's kind yeah. Of cool. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they had some good reasons. For why yeah. just just like all dipping like every yeah, single they, they kind of realize like we might be able to do this shit better without these assholes around. yeah no if, i'm telling you doug if you live in a town and you wake up and all the ladies are gone yeah it, 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 <laughs> it, it was you doug. it was y'all <laughs> there's been an exodus an exodus of the ladies right yeah, no. and we don't know what to do like there's kind of this period of self-reflection now that we're all just like man are we this? this <laughs> Everybody just drinking at the same bar, just all drinking Miller Lite, just looking down. 
<laughs> very no. sad time, but very, very prosperous time for the barkeeps, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's like, no, Jim, I don't want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Just keep it coming, man. Yeah. The, the Okeanos cult of women, they had this one custom where they had this temple and they had to uncover the temple. Uh, and because I presume it was covered, I don't know with what. And then they had to recover the roof of the temple in the same time that it took them to uncover it. And if one of the one of the women dropped the material she was carrying, she would be just like torn to pieces. And so the other women would kind of like take her body parts and and run around around the temple with them. And this is kind of like if you read some of the Dionysian myths, this sort of frenzied madness is not is not uncommon. That's kind of like the other side of Dionysus is that yeah, there would be this like oh yeah you're having fun and you're drinking and then some crazy shit happens and then and somebody ends up dead and you're just like oh fuck <laughs> so there's definitely this other side of it that is yeah. like, consciously enacted yeah Herodotus told of a practice where Celts would behead the enemy uh, would you know take you know decapitate their enemy and then take their head and impale it on a tall pike and yeah. the head was thought to be like the new guardian of the household because it display, displayed the warrior's prowess in some regard. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes everything below the eyebrows was sawed off. Uh, your head was cleaned out. And if, if the Celt was poor, they would stretch calf leather over the cleaned out head and then mm-hmm. use it as a bowl. But wow. if the Celt were rich, they would use leather and gold and then use the head as both a drinking vessel and I presume a conversation piece. Yeah, that's kind of this, this is how that, that yeah. chief, you know. Yeah. This is that guy. Oh yeah, I remember. I killed this guy twenty years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember everybody was talking tough. Everybody was talking a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But not talking no more though. Not, and I don't think so. Yeah, as I, I sl- slayed this man and. Twenty years ago, off of the the you know western yeah. bank of the Rhine River, and yeah. he absolutely shit himself. Let me yeah. tell you, it was yeah, he was eight a feet mass, he, he, mass pooping. He was eight feet tall. I killed him and his entire family, and took all of the women as slaves. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and why why because JB don't play. I'm assuming that the guy's <laughs> name is JB. <laughs> There's always a JB. <laughs> Jsbicus, right? Jsb the. Uh, uh, why is JB always in a tracksuit? What's going on? He's balling out, man. He's letting you know. All right. <laughs> he Herodotus also recounted stories of the tribe being able to uh, various tribes uh, being able to like turn themselves into wolves and comprised only of cannibals. And they had like very shamanistic practices like the Celts and the Scythians for that matter. Uh, it said that they believed to have been descended from animals and carried animal totems as such and kind of perhaps behaved as their chosen roles. So if you've got a, if you've got a, if you've got a clan of Celts whom venerates the, or who venerates the wolf, then they're going to be more ferocious in battle because they're almost invoking this aspect of the wolf and they're choosing to see themselves as this like, predator and just like, taking people out and it can, it's very easy to see how they could be absolutely terrifying to, yeah. to romans or anything yeah they got a lot of fucking yeah they got a lot of fucking heads mm-hmm. and they're just yeah, carrying they're just them around parading them around just like just, hey this is what we do this is kind of what we're about all right this is the vibe it's just so many heads that at, at one point you're just questioning the sanity purely off the logistical like like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Like what's head going mules. on? Why we got these? We got so many head mules. They're just seeing this advanced party of mules, and they're just playing not but heads. And then they turn around. And I'm like, well, that was that was kind of surreal, bro. This is a weird day. <laughs> and then you just see a Kelto horde, and you're like, oh shit! All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's also it's also just it's a little bit interesting to see like still just as far back as the Romans and the Celts are just like just like there's like a some groups of people who believe we descended from animals and then there's some groups of people yep. who are like who came from there's one god uh, jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just clashing <laughs> they've been crashing for a thousand years <laughs> yeah they've been they've been in it for a while <laughs> the practice of headhunting would also vary there's this region ulster in northwest ireland instead of the head they can so it's almost like an opposite of what the egyptians did they kept the brains instead of the head and they would just kind of, I assume they had this like, <laughs> like just a ball of brain, a yeah. brain mass that they just, and that could be for the household. Presumably that could be for the family or the tribe. And you just have like the head ball of the, I'm sorry, the brain ball mm-hmm. of the clan. That was just kind of like this mass of brains all stuck together with gypsum. And you're like, that's just our yeah, it's the clan brain ball, man. You have a problem? Sure, why not? <laughs> We're already here. Fuck it. We're already doing it all. I have I have 300 heads. I've been carrying around for you know, 30 years. Heads don't really do it for me. I'm I'm more of a brain man myself. Yeah. I'm a brain now brain. Hot brain will get me real going. All right. A, a hot brain. And that is Henry's weird comment for this hot. <laughs> I'd like to thank hot you for playing. Brains. If you had if you had this amount of time in, please call and we will award you your prize, which is a t-shirt that says, Man, this nigga crazy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Another cool image I thought there was is they the Celts were known to use this thing called the carnix. It was like a tall horn. The best way I can describe it is like a vertical brass didgeridoo almost. And it was like affixed with an animal head that was commonly like a boar or a wolf or some other animal. And it was like blown before a city was sieged and so it's very easy to imagine it's like a misty day like you know france or the united kingdom you know not known as these things then but now and uh all you hear or all you see as like some vanguard or some guy on the watchtower is just this like floating brass head above the the mist and it's just going like it's just kind of making this weird belch and all you mm-hmm. see is like this devilish faces peeping out over the top of the clouds. And then like, holy shit, what the hell's going on? And then you're being attacked and you're like, oh God, there's I, the book didn't talk about the, the Carnex. There's this documentary on curiosity stream called the Celts blood, iron and sacrifice yeah. that provided this. And it was, it's very good. I mean, but like at the same time, like this, this is Roman Legion soldiers some yeah. of them yeah some of them. yeah so some of them i'm guessing they're like the third tour yeah like they don't see a couple of these tribes and they so just kind of weird shit yeah yeah they're like all right the further we get out there mm-hmm. the more weird and like say <laughs> the, more, <laughs> yeah. the more weird it's gonna get <laughs> 
the sixth century BCE, there's a fusion of different tribes and culture groups into like a quote unquote Celtic tribe united by a common enough language, like a shared dialect around the Hallstatt region. Then uh, there's this other real famous thing. I'll post a, a few pictures of it called the Gundestrup Cauldron, which is like this really cherished relic of Celtic cultures found in Denmark, although it has a Thracian or Etruscan origin, so like Northern Italy. And so I don't know if it's safe to say, you can't really call it a triumph of Celtic art because it's not strictly speaking Celtic, although they were very like masterful bronze workers. Yeah, It's very cool to look at though, because it does like shed some insight into the Celtic religion. Like one of the sides, it's supposed to be a depiction of Kerenunos, who was there like God of the underworld and you can see him and he's got like antlers and he's kind of surrounded by these weird chimerical animals. And there's like boars with snakes in their mouths. And there's like another side of it where there's this like rebirthing ceremony. Wait, on the the first side is is Karen Nunos. Is that, are you pronouncing that right? Cause I mean, I have the, there's a person that, in my life, that really I was considered the god of the underworld from high school, oh. Karen Nunez. That's who I consider. <laughs> I consider her was, the most most evil. She broke my heart, devil. Karen Nunez. So this is um, so this this kind of tracks for me. <laughs> she was she was prophesized. Yeah, right? all with the Gundestrup Cauldron foretold the return of, of, Ka- of Karen Nunez. Right, yeah. <laughs> she was out here always. <laughs> in a re repackaged and reformed and rebirthed <laughs> there was yeah. a sort of, there was yeah. a rebirthing ceremony mm-hmm. involved uh, one of the sides <laughs> it depicts where like people are like approaching some deity and the deity it, i don't know its name or its purpose but it like dipped them in a sacred well and it seems that they were like reborn as warriors playing carnixes and you can see very clearly that they have these like long horns that they're also playing so it, i mean it shows us a couple things if it's like not only that carnix has existed and shed some insight onto their religion but the the fact that like either the thracians or the etruscans are making a cauldron to give to these dudes like there was trade going on or they must have feared some tribe in some way but it's also believed to have been a vessel used for serving beer because there were like carbonized barley grains found on the inside of this thing and so it's got some some role in uh public ceremony and that everybody's kind of gathered around a fire and partying and having an orgy and it's like you want to drink some you want to drink drink some kool-aid man drink some kool-aid from the gundestrup cauldron bro it's fine I love, it's I love, fine all right you're basically just saying well, the celts used to be in frat daddies dude <laughs> <laughs> They're all drinking. The it, they're, all drink, they're all drinking out of some culture, like like chanting. You know what I mean? Fucking <laughs> having yeah, you got yeah. the sacred songs that keep the tribe together. You know? Yeah. What was it? They have that they only wear khaki khaki shorts and. That's right. This is the uniform. Frat daddy hats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> hella bucket hats. Hella, hella bu- bucket hats. Hella right. bucket. <laughs> you got hella dad hats, dude. With the yeah, man. And only and North non, Face. Non-ironic flip, initially ironic flip-flops. Initially, yes. Initially ironic. Yeah. Wow. Just become part and parcel. All right, Brian. Keep listening. Brian, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
from 120 BC onward. This is the, I could be wrong on that date on Gerard Pym. Honestly, checking out some of the shit. It's La Ten period. It's a period of artistic flourishing and like pan-Celtic consolidation and culture buildup. I say that because it's an old ass book. It's a 1975 book, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, The elder Pliny writes in his natural history that on the sixth day of every month, every month, uh, a feast would be prepared. The Druids would cut mistletoe off of a tree with a golden sickle and put it on a table with a white cloth, sacrifice two white bulls to some god presumably and then everybody would partake in this feast and the druids commonly like crowd uh were crowned with with mistletoe this is considered sacred to them because it drew on the tops of or grew on the tops of trees and was therefore considered to be like closer to heaven uh it actually does so because it's like parasitic yeah but they they didn't know this (laughs) how or maybe they did i don't know maybe they did yeah maybe they had the yearly gatherings at the, the what's been called the Naval of Gaul, now the Abbey of Saint Benoit. Yeah, I believe uh, there'd be druids of all different tribes and clans would gather to uh, discuss the affairs of the region. And it was like a university, a church, and a court all at once. They would yeah. resolve interpersonal and intertribal disputes regarding like inheritance or uh, or boundary disputes. They would they would hash it out and figure it out. And then amongst the, the Celts and the Druids would obviously kind of like pronounce this punishment. Uh, exile is considered the worst form of reprimand that the exiled would be barred from religious ceremonies and no one is supposed to talk to them. And I don't know if, you, if you'd be ex- you know, expected to like get your own food or if you would just be like, all right, you, you fucking live in the woods now. Don't come around and we'll kill you. you know? Yeah. It's a. I just. I just want to go back to that. 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 The. The yearly gathering at the naval mm-hmm. of Gaul at the Abbey of Saint yep. Benoit. Um. It's they. They probably have just had to pay like one. Like there was like one dude who like everybody kind of elected and was like that. Like his. That was like his job to prepare. He had to go to the naval of Gaul. That's like all he does. He does that like once every year, and doesn't really do shit. He's just kind of yeah. like a yeah. Yeah. He's just the dignitary. To He's the, just a the dignitary, goal, you know. And even back then, so like back then, like today, they mm-hmm. just had Congress, like state Congress people that you just you vote you you, you vote against yeah. them every time, and mm-hmm. you try to get them, but you don't know how they still are there. Yeah, you and know? that's what's like going on. Like you send that guy to the naval at Gaul, like you're like, I don't yep. even, I don't even know how he keeps. It's just it's like it, a. I mean, it's Celtic machine party politics. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying because it 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 sounds like or it I I don't know how apt or uh, respectful it is to compare the Celtic naval of Gaul to the United Nations. I mean, I mean, I wasn't going to United Nations. I was going more like just Texas State Senate and Texas. All right. Yeah, yeah. that seems excessive. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not, I mean, you're trying to make a grander point, And I look, 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 <laughs> let me think about that one. I'll give yeah, it. I don't know if that's a you warranted would, comparison. You know, but also, if, you know, Texas State Senate, I can see it. Yeah, that's bullshit. Also, come, like one, ambassador one to Seychelles. Yeah. Do we? Do we need an ambassador? Yeah, you got to get rid of that guy. No, like, all right, just cool, y'all, dude. All y'all, all y'all get, all y'all get one. <laughs> He's from the frat. He's from the frat who drank from the Gundestrup cauldron. Gundestrup, Eventually, yeah. his, yeah. you know, he's the the child of the ambassador mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, the Seychelles mm-hmm. and yeah, the ambassador gave, to the naval of Gaul. Right? 
right. he he gave he gave money, mm-hmm. and now he's now the ambassador. Now he's just a, and he made a dark pact with yeah. Care Care Nunos. Now he's gonna live a best life and then be dipped into the well of hell and reborn. As, uh-huh. that's, as you, that's, that's what happens okay. when you fuck with Karen Nunez. Yes, that's right. That's <laughs> right. She exacts a, a hefty toll. All right. Yeah. 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 Archaeology in the Celtic region has exhumed, according to Gerard Herm, again has exhumed the names of seven, uh, three hundred and seventy-four gods, rather. 305 of which appear only once, and therefore Gerhard Herm assumes they must be local. That leaves a kind of shared collection pantheon of 69 gods. Nice. Uh, they've got like balance. Uh, the Druids believe in balance. Oh, and, to God, and today, guys, it's a twofer. Henry comes with a 69 <laughs> uh, call out, which is, which is, if you have that, you have not hit your parlay. And you will get a shirt that says this nigga crazy and another shirt that says, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> and we'll get, we'll get those mailed out to you. Please contact us if you had this time in the podcast. We love you. <laughs> now back to the podcast. <laughs> hey, right. Okay. You've hit your hard fried history bingo today. Yeah, That's yeah. what we're saying. It's a triumphant day. Yeah. Yeah. Balance was one of the key things that the Druids believed in. Execution was a punishment for murder, as well as like a means of exchange. So it was viewed as like, well, you took a life when you weren't supposed to. And so now we have to take your life when we're supposedly not supposed to, but have to because you killed. So, yeah, it's exchange. You know, it's, it's commercial almost. Yeah. There's also the transmigration of the soul, the idea that like things are passing from one form to another. So it's not something to be lamented so much because it's just like, oh, it's just the same kind of particles existing as one form and then another. And then the headhunting practice, they're believed to enhance the power of those who carried them. That's why you needed the mule, man. There's also like shamanistic elements in the religion, of course, as we discussed, uh, discussed the uh, so there were these like I don't know this part. of No, but I reject that, dude. I reject that you needed the mule that it could enhance your power. It's weighing you down. You have you are getting weighed down by all these heads, dude. I think so. You're taking you're, you're trying to brag. You're trying to show off a prowess. And it's like if you were really the thing you were saying that you would you just wouldn't even need the head mule. You, you, would just, around. you would just you're have the around. food in order to sustain you because you're enough. You're enough. Believe in yourself, ancient Celtic warriors. You don't need these manufacturers' displays yeah. of prowess, dude, all right? Dude, you just dude. need yourself. You just yeah. need your carnix and it's your well. axe, all right? And, okay. All right. Wow. He said it. That's where I was going. I was going to an inspiration, inspirational mm. kind of montage to, to the now, Celt warriors. I don't know if, if we can fit all of that on <laughs> I don't know if we can fit all that on a T-shirt, yeah. but if we can. We can't. <laughs> we cannot. I can tell you that right now. We should. <laughs> the, so there were these, like, these voices where, like, you know, Celts were said to kind of start, like, at a certain age, to start, like, hearing voices or start having dreams that would impel the Chosen into isolation in the woods where they would kind of like experience their disincorporation as an entity and be like reborn 
into into whatever they were supposed to be right in whatever in whatever uh, good public good they were in whatever public role they had been prescribed in order to serve the common good of their tribe they would be reborn into into such and and be like i am similar similar to i can't help but drawing the parallel to the indigenous of the u.s where you'd go out you'd have this vision quest and you'd be like you know the ancestors and the spirits told me that this is who i am and this is how i serve the tribe and who who are you to question that yeah yeah I mean that that thing of going out into like the, the like a coming of age through yeah, yeah. being a fitting time alone and and as you also see that throughout like Africa like the Maasai yeah. people of like Kenya yeah. they do the same thing when they're like ten to fifteen yeah so yeah it's cool to see those things keep popping up you know yeah dude so that's what I'm saying you can't live at your mom's house forever you gotta get out of there kids that's right that's right man you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get you out gotta of there. exiled into the woods you gotta get exiled into the woods right? mm-hmm. you know what I mean meet sketchy friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, temp two, right? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, yeah. maybe not. You know, catch a felony. Don't do, right. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> that was not the one. So it's known that Lug or Lug he might have a longer name. It's one of their chief deities. He's like a warrior, magician, also a harpist, also a house builder, also a poetry writer. So just a a, a penta threat, you know. He's Just- got. Jack of all trades, master of none, master yeah. of the world, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Actually, he's very, very powerful. Master of all, right? Jack and, of all trades, master of all. And also, and also uh, a sensible shoe from 2003, the lug. The lug. The lug. So also that. I ain't getting this one, but I'm no, leaving. I know, I know you, I know you don't, I know you don't get that one. That's that's just one for people who know who Birdman is. So that's so let's. Okay. <laughs> now, speaking speaking of birds, uh, we've got uh, Lug's got two raven companions that sit on his shoulders, which collect information for him. Uh, he's limp. He killed his giant grandfather Balor by hurling a rock at its head, which then blinded his grandfather Balor. He's got golden armor, like a helm and a, and a breastplate and a green cloak that follows behind him. There's been a lot of comparisons between Lug and Wotan or mm-hmm. Odin. And there's like a lot of parallels, you know, especially I say the the thing that tips the hand the most is the two Raven companions. That's pretty. Yeah. You can call it a smoking gun, I think. So there's a, you know, last last part of it, there's this sort of like Celtic triumvirate with Teutates, Isis, and Taranis, which kind of like the chief three Celtic deities. Uh, Teutates was appeased by blood sacrifice. He's considered the lord of all the different tribes and like the inventor of all the arts. Usus was depicted as a bull and kind of like three cranes were seen to fly with him and he also favored human sacrifice but his victims had to be hung on trees particularly he's the god of plenty like sometimes depicted as with like a sack full of coins and then tyrannus is the uh tyrannus not like tyrannus uh he's the god of thunder and lightning he preferred his victims to be burned he's got dogs as his companions and he's commonly depicted with uh two or three heads and there are more there are more celtic gods but those are the chief three that uh mr mr herm mentioned is uh with the is tyrannus gonna be the the 
would they depict Tyrannus as the thing over there when they're marching before they show before they showed up? You said something about them about them having a thing that had two or three heads. Yeah. Earlier. But the on the on the cauldron. Yeah. Never mind. We'll move on. Okay. Never right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Tyrannus is depicted on the on the cauldron, but. Cauldron's pretty cool. I have the I have the images, which, like I said, I'll I'll post on the IG because it was kind of cool. Because I did look into it, and on like Wikimedia Commons is where I get all of our shit because they have they have everything, man. They have so much cool shit on there. But you can yeah. find some weird shit. Like I searched I searched Karnunos because I was looking for more images of of the god, and I got a bunch of pictures of like dudes with Prince Alberts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was kind of weird. I was like, "Why? Are you, <laughs> why is your Why is your weird dick on Wikimedia Commons?" I'm looking for images of a Celtic god, and now I have to look at your at your weird dick. Yeah, dude, it's uh, a. <laughs> Held you? No, dude, that's you know that's what I'm what, saying. Like, what I, on I, I, earth were you what did thinking? You... To just be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post this where you know, I'm just whatever nerds, whatever nerds out there are interested in archaeology are just gonna see a picture of my weird cock, my Hen- weird Henry, pierced. Henry. Henry, Henry, welcome to the internet. That's how this thing works, baby. Okay. All right. Behind there's, there's a lot You're of doors right. on the internet. Five out of yeah. six of them are just a dude's penis. Right. I don't know how you figure this out. We all Forgive my naivete. <laughs> I just, I just believed in order. All right, I just believed that people weren't. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, your your mom definitely uh, blocked your internet. Oh totally, yeah. Till I was like, till I was no, eight. All right, no, till I, I was I, at least eight. I was out here free balling, wilding. <laughs> Knew how to get beyond the interceptors. Put it that way. All right, guys. And guys, that's gonna be our episode on Celtic magic. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Henry, for doing the doing the the research on that one. Of course, um, guys. Uh, who do we have? Wait, also, who do we have next, uh, Henry? Next week we're going to be looking at Frederick Douglass, starting oh. a series series on him. Frederick Douglass, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a man with a white and a black wife. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a fun one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna have a lot. <laughs> no, interesting life. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. You can follow us, uh, you know, Hard Fried History at Instagram and on Facebook and at Hard Fried History on Instagram, Facebook, HFH Podcast on Twitter, Hard Fried History on YouTube. Uh, you can follow me at Joshua B. Stokes on Instagram and Twitter, Joshua Stokes on Facebook. You can just add me as a friend. I'm a normal guy. Henry, where can I follow you at? You can just find me, Henry Price, or Henry Price. All right, guys. We love you. We thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay. All right. Peace. 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 peace, peace.